Today, you're going to hear a story about a beautiful young lady named Esther, who had great courage. Every March, all around the world, Jews celebrate Purim, a holiday to remind them of the time when the Jewish people living in Persia were saved from being killed. They fast, they have a feast, and they retell the story of how they were saved. As we still tell the story today, I want you to do a few things for me. You do what the Jews do, and boo, boo, and hiss, or stamp your feet whenever you, whenever you hear the name Haman. Boo. And you cheer, you cheer and yell when you hear the names Esther or Mordecai. Okay, long time ago, Jerusalem was invaded. The city was destroyed. Jews were carried away as slaves into Persia. And after many years, some of the Jews were allowed to go back, but some stayed in Persia, even though they weren't treated well. One of these Jews still in Persia was a young girl named Esther. Very good. She was an orphan and was raised by her cousin Mordecai who loved her as his own daughter. Okay, scene one. King Asheraris and Vashti. I am King Asheraris, son of Darius. I have ruled over the kingdoms of Persia, Medea, and Babylonia, from India to Ethiopia. I also like to show my power and my wealth and so in the third year of my reign, I ordered a great banquet, and I invited the nobles and the officials from all of the provinces. I even invited my wife, the beautiful Queen Vashti. Vashti enters. My name is Queen Vashti. The king has summoned me to enter a banquet with himself, other noblemen and officials have been feasting for seven days. I did not want to be made a spectacle of embarrassment, and I know I'm not going. However, if you disobey the king and dishonor the king, you will be forced into exile and have to leave. So I decided I'll go ahead and pack my bags and leave. Well, the king, with his advisor's appraisal of Vashti's denial, and the result that Vashti was never again to come before the king. Her royal position as queen was to be given to another who would better suit the king. Selection of a new queen. The royal messenger comes and stands in front of the audience carrying a scroll. All beautiful young maidens are to report to the palace. 
that the king chooses shall be down the lines of the maidens, looking at them and pausing. The king takes his time to scrutinize each maiden. So after looking over all the maidens, the king makes his choice. This is an easy choice for me. I will choose this one. <laughs> what is your name? My name is Esther, and I'm honored to be your queen. Oh, the maidens are so upset. They are so upset. <laughs> they leave rejected. Oh, stand, stand, stand up there. They, re, 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 <laughs> they leave rejected. All except her Esther. The Who's king Virgil? looks her over and gives her a beautiful robe. Oh, he's very happy to have this beautiful new queen. So now, whoops. Oh, he, he gives her a, a crown, beautiful. Okay, so the king leaves his palace and Esther goes to her quarters to prepare for her the, to serve as the new queen. Scene three, the plot to kill the king. Later that evening, 
Esther sends for her cousin Mordecai. to come to her quarters. And so Mordecai enters excitedly. My queen. Mordecai, have you heard? The king has chosen me to be the new queen. Oh, yes, my child. You have been chosen. But remember, you are also a Jew. And many people in this country, they hate the Jews. So, yes, you need to keep this a secret, even from your husband. Understand, I will not tell anyone I'm a Jew, not even the king. Okay. Thank you. It seems that in the meantime, two of the king's doorkeepers were plotting to overthrow the king, and Mordecai heard, overheard them plotting. Mordecai rushes back in to speak to Esther. Esther, my queen! Yes, Mordecai! I just overheard two of the king's guard talking, and they're plotting to kill him. Oh, no. I think you have to get word to him. Oh, I understand. Don't worry. I will make certain he is word, and I will tell no one about the king. Yes. So Mordecai exits. The king now enters and goes up to his, his throne. Scene four. Esther tells the plot of the king, the plot to the, kill the king. So Esther walks quickly over to the king. She bows down, and the king raises his scepter to allow Esther to enter. And Esther tells the king quietly of the plot, and this saves his life. Oh, and the king is so grateful to Mordecai what? and Esther. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So the king and Esther leave together to celebrate the good news. Scene five, Haman meets Mordecai. <laughs> okay. Sometime the later, later, the king promotes a man named Haman Go now. to be above all the nobles in his court. Haman enters from the back. He stands in front of the people and pronounces, I am Haman, and I am great in the kingdom, and I've been promoted by the king, and so all of you are my subjects. You shall bow down to me. Mordecai is in part of the crowd, and he comes in, and everyone bows down, but, but Mordecai... I will not bow down to you. I know you are cruel. You hate my people. I will not bow down to you. <laughs> you will defy the king's rules, his laws. You defend your people. Mordecai? What kind of name is that? I should take... That's okay. You forget who I am. I am known in this kingdom. 
So I'll take care of you guys. So Haman stomps out in disgust. Haman is so mad that Mordecai won't bow down to him. He decides to destroy all the Jews throughout the kingdom. He discusses this with his wife Zeresh. Scene six, Haman and Zeresh come up with a plan. My darling Zeresh that I cherish, when, my dear, will we take care of those Jews? My dear darling, I have a great idea. You do? Yes. We shall cast the lots. Cast lots? Yes. It's a way of determining what we should do or when. Yes. When shall we kill the Jews? Let's see. There are various ways the lots and determine what should happen. What do we got? And what? when. What? Come on. And Come I've on. got all of this in my evil purse. <laughs> so, shall we use that Jewish book? Mm. No, 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 no. I guess no, not. No, no, no. You don't like the Jews. No, 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 no. Uh, shall we use the magic cards? Mm, nah, 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 nah. What's that gonna do? Shall we roll the die yeah, uh, to see when they die? Yes. Uh, no. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, Man, let's you see. got? Maybe, well, maybe, maybe this will tell us. That. <laughs> I don't think so. I can't figure anything out with that. Uh, no, no. I've got it. I got something from the future. The future? To tell us what to do and when. Yes. You know when I can't think of anything evil. <laughs> what, pray tell, is that? An eight ball. They use it a couple of millennia from now. No, really. An eight ball? Yes. What's an eight ball gonna do? It has little messages inside okay. that tell you what to do. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So we shall see when these Jews shall meet their end. In that? In this! It's a little window here, and we cast the lot, and you read it out, my dear. Hmm. Let me use your... <laughs> a darn 13? Yes! Your lucky day, your birthday! 13! Yes! It's like, you know, I yes! love that number, 13! Ah! 
Zarish leave the king as the king enters his court. Scene seven. The king authorizes Haman's evil decree. So he sits in his chair and Haman walks up to him. So King Asherah sits in his chair. And Haman walks up to him. Haman, Haman, where are you? Okay. Hold this, hold this. He'll be up there. He's a, is he? Okay. Okay. Bear with me. <laughs> How do you like it so far? So King Ashuerus sits in his chair and Haman walks up and he kneels before the king. My king, Haman. Sir, I've noticed that there's some people in the kingdom that don't obey the rules. The laws are for everyone to keep. My point exactly, King. And so, if you'll allow me to write a decree, I will write it so it will uh, take care of everybody in the kingdom that will not obey the laws. The young, the old, women and children, women destroyed and in one day. Women and children, Hayden? Women and children, destroyed in one day. I'll tell you why. If you let those people do like they want to do, they'll rise up a rebellion against your kingdom. We can't have chaos in the kingdom. So you'll allow me to write the decree, and it will generate taxes and revenue. That'll bring new gold and silver in your treasury. Hmm. Leave it to me, and I'll take care of it for you. So the king and Haman sit and talk quietly. They discuss exactly what he's going to do. And he's trying to convince the king of his plans. <laughs> I'll pour my own, sir. 
just think. Nobody drinks more than the king. Okay. <laughs> but you leave it up to me. I'll take care of everything for you. You'll have nothing to worry about. And me and my, my crew will take care of it. I am your main man. Hey, man. Everyone must obey the laws. That. Do what you think is best. Thank you. So Haman your, leaves. Your highness, your finest, my man. So Haman goes over and he sits at his desk, and he's a little tipsy, I believe. And he writes a decree that on a certain day, all the Jews will be put to death. So he rolls up his scroll and he, and he walks over to the king. Your high majesty, uh, sir. Haman, yes. you, you back so soon. So Haman yes, hands the scroll to the king. Just as I promised, sir. He tells him to sign the decree. <laughs> so the king hands the scroll back to Haman. Thank you, Haman. Haman. <laughs> so Haman struts off very, very. <laughs> Very proud of himself, that Haman. The king, horrors of horrors, the king does not realize what he has signed. He goes to his quarters. Scene eight. Mordecai informs Esther about... <laughs> Mordecai informs Esther about the new decree and Haman's evil plan. She enters and returns to her quarters. And Mordecai hurriedly walks up and over to Hester. My queen! Mordecai! Yes, Mordecai. The, I just heard. Haman is going to kill all our people. You must oh. go and tell the king. I want to help, but you don't understand. If I, don't, if I go before the king and he hasn't called for me, he could have me killed, and he hasn't called for me for more than 30 days. But maybe you were chosen to be queen at a time like this. This es is your time. Esther thinks you about it. Our only hope. She takes a breath. 
And then she finds the courage and says, Okay, I will do it. If I perish, I perish. But I need you to call the Jews together, have them fast and pray for three days, and with their prayers and the help of our Heavenly Father, I will be able to do this. Okay. I will get all the Jews and everyone else who can fast and pray for you. Okay. Thank you. Mordecai leaves. Scene nine, Esther now goes before the king. The king re-enters the throne, goes and he sits in his chair. And after three days of fasting and prayer, Esther has her on her finest clothes and she enters the king's court. If he is pleased to see her, he would raise his golden scepter and she would not be killed. She stands in front of the king, Asherah, and waits. She hardly dares to breathe. When the king looks up, he sees her and he holds out his scepter to her, allowing her to come. So the king raises his scepter and she walks to the king's chair. Esther, I'm glad to see you. I will offer you anything that you want, even if it is half the kingdom. My king, please, you and Haman come to a banquet that I will prepare tomorrow, and it is there that I will tell you what I desire. It's whatever you wish, my queen. So Haman is then, is then told of the banquet, and he is thrilled to be invited to eat with Esther and the new queen and the king. So Esther and the king leave. Scene 10, ordering of the gallows. Haman enters with his servants. Servants! Servants! I'm sorry, stay back here now. Very good, sir. I've been invited to the palace for a banquet with the king and the queen. Hmm. Yes, yes. But that guy, Mordecai, I can't stand that guy, Mordecai. I can't, st I can't stand that guy, Mordecai. Listen. We're going to build a gallows and hang Mordecai's neck, okay? So we're going to go this way, and we're going to start from here and start the gallows here, put it up, and we'll start. We'll have one, two, three. Thank you very much. Let's go. So this, the herd... <laughs> The servant and Mordecai and Haman leave. There's the building of the gallows. So they're supposed to be putting all these tools and stuff.
Suddenly, the sound stops. The king is back in his quarters, but he cannot sleep, and he remembers that Mordecai saved his life. So the king leaves his quarters and he yells for his royal messenger. Royal messenger. Royal messenger. Yes, my king. I recall a man by the name of Mordecai who saved. He saved my life. Was he ever rewarded for this? No, my king. Nothing was ever done for him. Oh, so the king and, and uh, the royal messenger leave, but the king goes back into his court. And at that moment, Haman enters the court, hoping to speak to the king about hanging Mordecai from his, from his newly built gallows. Haman. Yes. yes, my lord. Haman, what should be done for a man who pleases the king? Haman smiles because he thinks that the king is talking about him. I say, I say, he should be dressed in royal clothing. He should put a crown upon his head. He should mount him on a galloping horse through Sushan, telling all the people of how much you honor and you love him. Hmm, great idea. Hey man, go quickly and do all of this for the Jew Mordecai. <gasps> uh. Haman is shocked. He, he hides, he, oh, and he walks out. He says, there was nothing to do but to obey. The king leaves. Scene 11, the crowning of Mordecai. Now, instead of hanging Mordecai, so, Haman so had to lead him around you, you all the, or you the, the, the um, or area. Or carry it like, yeah. like this? Can you see the Sushan thing? Can you see it? How am I going to do it? How am I going to... Just hold it right here. Just, I'll hold it by the nape. You ready? So now, so now instead of hanging Mordecai, Haman had to lead him around on the king's horse, dressed in royal clothing. Hear ye, hear ye. The people of Sushan has chosen your guy, Mordecai. Your guy, Mordecai. Mordecai? Mordecai? Your guy, Mordecai. Saying wonderful things about yes. Mordecai. What else could he do? 
So after escorting Mordecai around, Haman is very, very upset. He now hurries to dress for the banquet. Well, the Jewish people are praying and fasting for Esther because they know she could be killed. They're in need of a miracle. So the maidens are preparing the table for the banquet that, that the queen has declared. So they come forward and they prepare the, the table for the banquet.
So we're now at scene 13. This is the Queen's Banquet. So I'll go in front of you and you go in front of me. Because. Now enters the King, Queen Esther, Haman and Mor Mordecai. Suddenly, someone comes. Not yet. Suddenly, an unexpected person arrives. Suddenly, oh my golly, here comes Vashti. Vashti, what are you doing here? You would defy the orders of the king? Yeah. Guard, come and take her away. Take her away, guard. If you let her loose again, it will be off with your heads. So the guard has taken Vashti away, and she's never to come again. Esther, the food is wonderful, but you still have not told me what you request of me. If it pleases the king, please spare the lives of my people and myself, O king, because I am a Jew. We hope to be slain. What? I don't understand. Who wants to kill you and the Jews? 
It is Haman. What? What? This is preposterous. Haman? Okay. My, you, you believe her? A Jew woman too? The decree he had you sign has called for the death of all my people, including myself. Haman? Fucking Haman? Wait. Wait, you just wait just a king. minute. She tricked the king. She tricked the king. You tricked the king. No, sir. I will not stand for this. This can't be it. Take him away. No. Give me my ring first. That's my second. My ring. Sir, what? You just can't. There's no way you can. This is unhurt. I'm going to get you, queen. and fight against anyone who would come against you. Yes. And take my ring, Mordecai. You are now my chosen man. Thank, Thank you, you, Your Highness. Well, the king was very, very angry at Haman. And guess what? He ended up denouncing Haman, who was trying to destroy the Jews. And he was put to death on the very gallows that he built for Mordecai. And the, ping, the king has placed his signet ring on Mordecai's hand. Zeresh runs away in disgrace. Her sons were also hung on the very same gallows. Because of fasting and prayers of the Jews and Esther's great courage, the king changed the order and the Jews were all saved. The royal messenger comes forward. That day, King Ahasuerus gave the estate of Haman, the enemy of the Jews, to Queen Esther. Mordecai presented himself to the king. The king took his signet ring, which he had removed from Haman, and gave to Mordecai. And Esther put Mordecai in charge of Haman's estate. He sent letters by messenger on horseback for all Jews to defend themselves, to destroy any person that threatened them, along with their children, women, and possessions. On this 13th day of Adar, the 14th and 15th will be days of feasting and happiness. Let's give them another round of applause. <laughs> they all worked so very hard, long hours, memorizing lines, coming to set the stage up putting together their costumes. There's so many people that helped with this presentation today. Um, if you helped in any way, I want you to please stand. That's Miss Anna with the costumes, uh, Miss Flipping with helping with the decorations, Miss Barbara, our beautiful narrator, the sound team, the video team, 
um, the praise dancers, just so many people helping us today. And want to give honor and thanks to Adonai, our king, because without him, we could not have done this. So I want to thank each of you for your attendance today. And I want the cast members to please introduce themselves. I am Cheryl Zettler. I played the part of Esther. And I also want to take a quick second. I want to recognize Sarah for leading the dance team while I've been out practicing. So thank you, Sarah. back on the back. Maidens? I think there are some other maidens in the back. If you guys would come up, please.